April 11th, 2022. Coming up on the program today, did you know Mr. Peanut is an anthropomorphic clitoris? Plus, celebrity tea sipping and hole fucking, unboxing your daughter's strap-on, and my bid to outlaw bulletproof vests. We gotta get those things off our streets. We're going to take you inside a home so cluttered, so disturbing that our producers almost passed out from the stench of stale, rotting food. Do you smell the urine? Unfortunately, like in the basement or in the garage, we'll have some critter droppings, maybe. I wish we had smell vision here so we could smell the stank. I think this laundry pile goes back to the 80s. I'm not kidding. They found more than 400 cats living in filthy conditions. <laughs> Six, seven hundred garbage bags, 13 different dumpsters. From the floor to the ceiling of egg cartons. The stairway has lost a lot of valuable space due to newspapers and other miscellaneous crap. Dried feces. Horrible stench. The bathroom, always a treat. Absolutely disgusting. So you can see the trash piled several feet high. That is so disgusting and full of junk that you can barely walk. I think, in a way, I built a fortress around myself. It was as as though I was in a little cave. We've got some house plants in the corner over here, but as I can see, they are dying from probably lack of care. The fridge has buckled from the weight of the food really dead Christmas tree. Oh boy, I found a jackpot of nastiness over here. You've got urine-soaked carpets in this place. My place looks like a thrift shop where a bomb went off. Collecting, hoarding, stacking. Holy cow! The toilets didn't work, so the children were defecating on the floor. Uh, I found a Hershey's candy bar back there. Oh, if the health department of Green County sees oh. those videos that you put on the damn internet, oh. they could condemn our house and we would have to move out of it. I'm working on it! Holy God! Okay, listen, if you're one of those people that's a pack rat or a hoarder, then you really need to deal with that. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Henson. Hi, Galio2333. Well, I, I, really, I really like shortbread. That really gave me tranny baby fever. I'm going to lose my mind today. Crystal meth loosens up your butthole. All righty, freaks. Tim back here with you, kicking off a new week of programs. Thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, we got to talk about what happened this past weekend, specifically on Friday. There was no new Nocturnal Transmission live cast like I had been promising you guys all week long. If uh, you don't follow me on Twitter or you missed the announcement on Facebook, I am currently banned from doing anything on YouTube for the next seven days. Actually, we're down to five days now. I got a strike for an ancient video 
I think it was a morning sickness episode, you know, back from 2013 or something. And I was I was so pissed. I was actually setting up the live stream, right? So on YouTube, you can set a premiere time, let everyone know that there's going to be a video, you know, something coming up at uh, whatever time you, you specify. So I was getting that already. I clicked to schedule it and like a little box popped up in the software that I use saying, hey, this user is not allowed <laughs> to post videos. That uh, kind of put a real wrench in my plans for the evening. I thought long and hard about how I want to handle this situation. Now, I realize in the grand scheme of things, it's not a huge situation. DV is first and foremost an audio podcast. But over the years, I, you know, I, I've enjoyed doing things on YouTube and we've amassed almost 5,000 subscribers, which isn't a lot, but it is a lot for me. You know, especially considering how erratic my posting over there is. And, you know, I just post weird things occasionally. But I have to say, I receive so many content and copyright strikes over there. It is maddening. Now, the way it works, if you're not on YouTube, you know, creating stuff, uh, the first time you get a strike, that's like a freebie. Nothing bad happens. It's like a slap on the wrist. Actually, it's not even a slap on the wrist. It's like a little nudge saying, hey, 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 we don't do that here. You may have not really been aware of the rules, so uh, this is just a friendly warning. Next time, though, there will be hell to pay. And uh, that first strike never goes away. You never are gently reminded again. Every time you fuck up after that, you, you, you get banned. First, it's a seven-day ban, and that stays on your account for, I believe, a year. If, it, you know, in that year period where you already have the, the, the strike you do something else to piss them off, then it's like a two-week ban. And then after that, I think it might be a month or indefinite. I don't know. Here's my problem with YouTube. These videos that are being flagged for inappropriate content, they've been on the YouTube site for almost 10 years now. It was okay when I posted it. It's been okay for years. And now all of a sudden it's a problem. Now, I understand rules and guidelines change over the years. And I understand like YouTube saying, all right, well now this goes against our new policy. You can't have this video up there, but why punish me? You know what I mean? Why um, ban me for something that was okay? How the fuck am I supposed to know to take down a, a, a video after a couple years because your rules change? Look, what was okay in 2007 might not be okay in 2022, but don't give me a, a ban. Just make me delete the video and, and say, okay, the rules have changed. This video has to go. I, and I have appealed, okay, the very first video, <laughs> it's going to turn into a whole thing. I'm so, It's just going to be, be bitching for 20 minutes. I'm sorry today, freaks, but this is what's going to happen. All right. So the very first video that I got um, my warning, this was the warning video. I'm on YouTube now, so I can see exactly what all this stuff is. Uh, it was a morning sickness episode. The title is banana in the ass question mark. Here's some audio from the episode. Got three very quick videos to share with you, but oh, they're doozies. First up, uh, we've got a man shoving a banana in his asshole. Yeah, that's right. That's what you're looking at. First, he's gonna prep his ass. Yeah, he's sort of, sort, of, sort of fingering it, and then he shoves a banana in there. Now, this video lasts a couple of seconds, right? 10, 15 seconds. And then while it's playing, I I share with you that it's in fact the fake. The banana keeps trying to pop out. 
By the way, YouTube, if you're watching this, it's his fucking knee. It's his knee. It's not really his asshole. I address YouTube directly. I'm like, don't demonetize this. Don't ban me. It's a knee. Oh, come on, people. You're so gullible. You're so thick. Oh, fucking YouTube. Well, they still called it nudity. I guess the knee was a little too hairy. It was obscene. That video was posted on October 9th, 2013. The content guideline strike was issued on September 22nd, 2019. And then the newest strike, the one that uh, is preventing us from doing a new episode of Nocturnal Transmission, it was from yet another Morning Sickness episode. That's a real problematic show I was doing back in 2013, I guess. Anyway, the most recent video to cause a problem was titled Sexy Gay Shirtless Slash Shoe Dance. And it looks like it took place at a wedding in Croatia. Now, I don't know if the two guys in this video who were dancing were getting married or if it was just a fun thing. But it's at a public venue. Like, there's a bunch of people there. These two guys are dancing shirtless and they're embracing one guy sticks his head in the other guy's chest like he's motorboating him. But again, they're just two dudes, and it, it's not like they're really having sex. Anyway, they YouTube flagged that for nudity and sex. I appealed, and I said, uh, you're homophobic. It's funny because the content that I was featuring on Morning Sickness, like the banana in the armpit, and the Croatian gay wedding, those were videos found on YouTube because that's where most videos on the internet are posted. They've got the most insane batshit crazy rules. I can't, I, look, I don't know who's flagging these videos, just random people coming across these things. If it's a YouTube algorithm type thing, bots are doing it. Or if there's a more sinister explanation, someone trying to sabotage me. Mead skeleton, I'm onto you. Ultimately, I had to take the drastic measure of blowing up my whole YouTube channel. It's too tainted. Everything's tainted and dork-sided? Gorgals! Look, it's a different era over there on YouTube, and if I want to participate and do live streams, I gotta play ball, right? I gotta play by their stupid, dumb rules. Now, the uh, YouTube.com slash Distorted View Show, that whole channel is, like I said, too tainted, <laughs> right? There's, there's too many strikes. Too, I mean, it's just a disaster. The real problem is I can't monetize that channel anymore. I was never expecting to get, you know, a lot of ads playing on um, DV videos. But when you're doing live stream, uh, a lot of times people enable something called like Super Chat or something. And that's a way for uh, people to... Donate money while you're doing the live stream and get your messages read on the show and stuff. And I can't even do that on my channel because everything is everything is dark sided. I think this has something to do with Jade. I went to her station. Anyway, um, I'm very like I'm sad. I'm actually sad about this, but uh, YouTube.com slash distorted view show is no more. We are going to attempt to start anew. I have got a new YouTube channel. I don't even have, like, a, a URL for the thing. I, like, I can't even tell you to go to YouTube.com slash Distorted View Show 2 or anything like that because uh, I'm not allowed to have one until I get, like, 100 subscribers. We're totally starting from scratch here, so I really, I need your help. I don't know how much I ask of you, freaks. I don't think I ask very much, just all your money, time, and loyalty. I mean, is that a lot, really? I don't think so. Well, now I'm asking for one more thing, and that is to subscribe 
to our new YouTube channel. Go to distortedview.com. It's going to be right on the main page. There's going to be a YouTube link on the main navigation bar. I've got one video that I posted. It's uh, one of my newer videos. I mean, it's not like I just I did it this weekend, but I, I think it's uh, YouTube safe. And it was a lot of fun to record. It may have been a Patreon exclusive a long time ago. I'm not sure. I can't remember what I used this video for or if I even posted it. Hi. I'm World Internet International 1996 World Wide Web Cyber Surfing Champion, Tim Henson. You know, there's a lot of websites out there. So many, it'll take days for you to find them all. That's why I'm going to help you find some of the best. Yes, it's uh, Tim's World Wide Web Picks. If you want to see my pick and it was a doozy, check out our new YouTube channel. Our first big goal is to get to 100 users so I can actually have a YouTube.com URL. We've currently got 10 subscribers. Look at that. We're already a tenth of the way there. This is just utterly demoralizing. It's just it's sad where we're at right now. But okay, look, we're going to claw our way back up to YouTube and white supremacy. (laughs) Just YouTube supremacy, not white supremacy. It's going to end up being bigger and better than ever. That's a Tim Henson promise. And when have I ever lied to you? Ting. All right, listen. uh, Well, again, thank you to everyone who's going to take the time and subscribe. Make sure to hit that goddamn bell, too. That's apparently a big thing. So you get notifications when I post new videos. I don't post that many new videos, so it's not like I'm going to overwhelm your uh, whatever, your subscription notifications. But... The other important thing to remember is you don't have to worry about uh, extreme content anymore because I got to play by stupid YouTube's rules. So if you're afraid that, you know, your friends and family are going to see weird things in your YouTube subscriptions, you don't have to worry about that. It's just my fat, ugly face you're going to see. All right, I'm done. I'm done bitching and complaining. Sorry. We will uh, attempt nocturnal transmission. The goal is if we can get to 100 subscribers this week, we will do a brand new nocturnal transmission this Friday on our new YouTube channel. All right. I do have some audio I want to share with you. First up, this was going to be something uh, I was going to play for you guys on nocturnal transmission. I thought you might like to see what Galileo 2333 looks like. It's, he's a creep. I mean, he looks like a creep. But as a matter of fact, check out the chapter artwork. That is Galileo 2333. Now, in his more recent videos, you never see him. It's usually just a dark room, cameras pointed at a wall or a ceiling fan. It's understandable because what he says in his videos, uh, it's very incriminating. He wants to bang underage girls. He wants underage girl sex to be legal. Like really young, like nine years old. Most recently, he was trying to organize a sort of trucker convoy, but for pedophiles that was going to take place in public restrooms across the nation. Again, he's got to be the greatest DV find ever. I went back through uh, his massive archive of videos on BitChute. Uh, I was actually surprised. I didn't realize he had so many of these things. Uh, But a couple years ago, he was a little more bold and carefree when it comes to showing his face. That doesn't mean that what he was saying back then was any less fucking nuts. As a matter of fact, interesting choice of words on my part. Take a listen to this video from 2020. Hey, Gallo 2333. What happened to Mr. Peanut? How did Mr. Peanut die? Good question. If you remember back 
around, I guess, 2020, the, the, uh, the, the Mr. Peanut character died and then was reborn as a baby. Remember for a while, it was like a little Mr. Peanut baby, and then it kind of grew up into a teenager for a while. I think we're, we're back to having Mr. Peanut as a, as a grown nut at, at this point. But it was a weird advertising campaign for Mr. Peanut for a while. Galileo wants to get to the bottom of this. He thinks there might be a conspiracy here. What do you think? I think um, what this commercial, the hidden meanings, there's 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 huge amounts of hidden meanings in this in this oh, uh, sure, Super Bowl sure. commercial with Mr. Peanut dying. And they were on this they were in the Mr. Peanut and um, Matt Walsh and Wesley Snipes were on the road trip. Everybody's seen the commercial, I'm sure. Look at the song that was playing, the song that they were singing when they were about to fall off the cliff. The song the song that they were singing. A song called Cutting Crew, Died in Your Died in Your Arms. I just died in your arms by by a singer called the group called the Cutting Crew. Mr. Peanut is a reference to a clitoris. In a thousand years, I would never guess that's where Galileo 2333 was going with that. This is a company whose sole focus is to just sell nuts. There's no hidden meaning behind any of this. They just want you to buy cashews. They don't want you to think that their product is somehow related to clits. I mean, would, would that sell more nuts? Maybe. Yeah, cutting crew and died in your arms and Mr. Peanut dying. <clears throat> yeah, like a clitoris. And, you know, if you've ever seen a... a oh, Cutting Crew, the song Cutting Crew, uh, Peanut is a clit, Cutting Clit, Clitoral <laughs> Mutilation, it all adds up. The way that, like in Somalia and East Africa, where they have to, you know, they remove the clitoris from women, a lot of times it's several people that have to hold the girl, they have to hold the girl because it really, it's really painful, they don't have any anesthesia or anything, so it takes several several people to hold the girl and, and cut her clitoris off. It's a cutting crew. And a lot of times, a lot of times they do it wrong and the girl bleeds to death or she dies. I'm surprised that Galileo is um, against uh, clitoris mutilation because he doesn't really care about the woman's pleasure or, or really women in general. He's all about just taking what he wants. Several, several people to hold a girl and, and cut her clitoris off. It's a cutting crew, and a lot of times, a lot of times they do it wrong, and the girl bleeds to death or she dies of infection. So it died in your arms. And Mr. Peanut, you know that's a reference to a clitoris. Yeah, you keep saying that like it's a fact. I'm gonna need you to cite your sources on that one. I like Somalian women, um, and I guess um, yeah. Well, anyway, this Mr. Peanut. Commercial, you know, obviously it is a reference to Iran. You know, there's Mr. Peanut is also a reference to Jimmy Carter. And that's, you know, has to do with Iran. What's going on with Iran lately? And, what's going on with Iran right now? And you also see uh, Mr. Oh, I guess Pe this was back in 2020. It could also represent possibly a, you notice that Mr. Peanut is yellow. And there's a black guy and a white guy. The white guy is probably like Donald Trump. Or it might actually be Mike Pence. The black guy is probably Barack Obama. You know, there's there's probably coded predictive programming to a war. Okay, I, that's enough. I, I just wanted to play one of uh, Galileo's older videos just to show you he's um, he's been crazy for quite some time. Moving on, uh, you sideshow freaks were treated to a little bit of Alexis K. Tyler on Thursday. Yeah, she's still around. A nigga rushed over that dick up in her. 
she is still convinced that uh, she's got a psychic connection to some rapper that died, Nipsey Hussle. He's given her all sorts of good information from the other side. Although most of the clip on Thursday was Alexis ranting and raving about Chinese restaurants. She's like pretty convinced it's cat she's eating. She says that she's, she has seen these Chinese restaurant employees go out back and uh, grab a bunch of cats, bring them into the restaurant. It's uh, it's something she feels very strongly about. Well, DV listener, hormone therapy. That's W-H-O-R-E and moan like, uh. Anyway, after I featured Alexis, hormone therapy must have uh, wanted more and started looking up Alexis K. Tyler and uh, found a new video that she recently posted. I think she talks about uh, Will Smith, specifically the Oscar slap in this first clip. Just like the slapping was just a stage and a trick, two sisters fighting um, <laughs> about some damn Chico sticks. That's all that goddamn was the other night. Two sisters up there done sip tea and I suck you and I'm gonna bend over and you fuck me. And then the Ma and his wife is a part of the elite satanic as hell, who's also <laughs> under uh, a fool with Lauren. They're two students of her and had a full environment on the red tabletop. They all in the get evil as hell. Okay, I didn't catch a lot of that. I don't know if Alexis is mumbling or if I just, I don't speak the same language she does. I did catch some of it. Will Smith, Chris Rock, they're sissies. Jada Smith, Satanist. It all makes sense. I guess I pretty much got the gist of what Alexis was saying. Said her hair falling out and she can't keep that from on her head and some keep pulling it out. But you around here fucking and sucking 10 and 15 year old grown ass men and you can't get that sperm power and penis power out of their guts and bust it out their seminal duct fluids through their motherfucking nuts. She's back, baby! <laughs> and rub that cum on your hair and your face. Take that young goddamn fluid from a goddamn dog god and a goddamn god star. What's great is, you know, we've heard all of the uh, hot takes regarding Will Smith and Chris Rock. Right after it happened, everyone had an opinion. There are still articles being written. Will Smith has been banned from the Oscars for 10 years. Variety just ran an article saying that's not enough. Will Smith needs to return his Oscar. And then other people are saying stuff like, well, how come Will Smith gets banned, but uh, even Harvey Weinstein didn't get banned? Well, Harvey Weinstein didn't do his raping on the red carpet or waddle up to the podium during the telecast and make Gwyneth Paltrow suck his dick or something. You know, whatever. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a difference there. My point is, we've heard all this stuff, right? Like, yeah, you shouldn't slap a comedian. Comedians should be allowed to say whatever they want. Yeah, well, black women's hair is sacred. I mean, you guys are on Twitter. You've heard all of these opinions before. But I guarantee you've never heard opinions like Alexis K. Tyler has about the situation. They both sissies, and Jada Pinkett Smith is a Satanist. Okay, now we're getting into some new territory. I'm interested. Please, continue on, Alexis. And make your damn hair anchor the roots of your head and secure it so it'll grow back and stay motherfucking in your head. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you something about that motherfucker ain't right, man. I mean, satanic and dirty as hell. And I'll hug him and get up there. All of a sudden, you got some G in you. You got some pimp in you like Tupac. And you went up there and slapped Chris Rock. And there really wasn't no slap. Slapped him like a bitch. Like the bitch both of y'all is. Them two lovers, see. Oh, it was a lover's quarrel between Chris Rock 
and Will Smith, they fucking. They just melanin by proxy. Mm. They melanin by sight. See, you look at them and you said because they dark skin and blue black, it gonna be all right. But it's really not that. Them niggas and sold they sold for gold through their motherfucking mouth and motherfucking calm on their teeth and open their booty hole. That's what the fuck that is. That's just a scam. And everybody talking about, oh, he's loving. You really think this nigga, they finna let him come up there and slap one of they motherfucking buck, uh, slay they done buck broke. You know, butt, butt, butt broke and buck broke. Like doing the slavery where the slave master fuck them in the ass and fuck them up boys and cheering. I was not aware of this term and neither was hormone therapy, but they provided a link. Buck breaking was indeed a real thing. Buck breaking back in the slave days, uh, it was used against male slaves who were seen as defiant. Process involved the slave owner forcing the enslaved man to lower his pants and bend over a tree stump to ensure that his buttocks were propped up into the air. The enslaved man. It's sextastic. No, no, this is not. This is not sextastic, dude. This really happened. The enslaved man would then be flogged severely. This would weaken him so that he would not be able to resist the raping that followed. The white slave owner would then proceed to rape the slaves several times. As Alexis K. Tyler might say, right up the booty hole. It was usually done in full view of the other enslaved people. You know, because he's making an example out of this slave. That is what buck breaking is. And somehow Will Smith and Chris Rock are doing it. I think in this example, the Motion Picture Academy is the slave owner. All y'all can get this dick, goddammit. And then you gonna fuck me with that big black dick in mine and oh my ass chakra, my first chakra through my ass and really set me free. Like that song by Diana Ross. Set me free, why don't you, baby? Get in my ass, why don't you, baby? Hoo, 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 yeah. I don't know if this was posted on YouTube, but if she did not get a copyright strike for that, I'm going to personally be pissed. All I have to do is stub my toe on camera and scream and boom, there's a copyright strike against me. Fuck YouTube. I'm like, ow. And YouTube thinks I'm using some song. Like you're using EMFs. Unbelievable. All ad money's going to go to them. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Oh. Yeah, that's the song you're using. We heard it. Our system picked it up. No, I, I, I was screaming in pain. Ow. Oh. Ow! Ow! Appeal rejected. We're goddamn ridiculous. Uh, back to Alexis K. Tyler. She was very musical in this video. She sings another song later on. Let me buck break you and why you dick suck me. God damn it. That's what the fuck. That's all that was a minstrel show or shit show. Excuse my pawn. Then when it's not proud and fuck and pop that mile and it got bust jammed in the motherfucking ass again. Ow. Night long, like Lionel Rich. All night long, suck dick real strong. All night long, make me come out the ball. Hey, all night long, yeah. Sucking his bone, riding it cause I'm jonesing for that jet black dick and coming bone, yay. I'm leave that goddamn shit all night long. <laughs> yay. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Great job, Alexis K. Tyler. All right. Uh, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre, twisted, uh, fucked up news right now.
had a great weekend. Hope you all did too. You know, I mean, aside from the YouTube shit. If you are enjoying Distorted View Daily, please consider signing up for the Sideshow. That is DB's member site, where you gain full access to the entire archive of shows. More importantly, every week we do brand new Sideshow-exclusive episodes. Tomorrow's going to be a Sideshow-exclusive podcast, uh, so it's a great time to sign up right now. Membership's very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. Again, superfreaksideshow.com is the address. This is how I make my living. So if you like DV, consider supporting it. Don't forget, if you use Spotify or Apple Podcasts, there is an even easier way to sign up. You can do it right in the app now. A couple taps and you're getting uh, all the new exclusive shows along with the free programs. Uh, so check that out as well. Uh, finally, we've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash view. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. Every little bit helps. Thank you to all of my patrons. Remember, if you pledge $5, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. That's like one of the little perks with Patreon. All right, uh, three very quick stories now. First up, we're going to start the week off right with a story from our most fucked up state. Say it with me. Florida. Our most fucked up state. Actually, this is more of a Florida roundup. We've got two short Florida stories here. First up, the delivery of an Amazon package containing a sex toy triggered a domestic confrontation that resulted in the arrest of an 18-year-old Floridian girl for allegedly battering her father. It should only truly be considered a Florida-worthy story if, um, if she battered her dad with the sex toy. Police say that the 50-year-old victim opened a package addressed to his daughter. Victoria Marson, and discovered that it contained a strap-on dildo. Kinky. The man, surprised by what he saw inside, confronted his daughter in reference to the package. Marson became enraged and was very upset. When her father tried to grab her as she walked away, Marson began to kick and punch him several times to his face. Before departing the family's Vero Beach residence, the teen reportedly told her father, I'm going to kill you. I hate you. The victim, remember, it's the father who's the real victim here. The victim had some visible bruising on his right cheek and a scrape on his nose, which cops said were consistent with his account of being pummeled. Asked if Marson had previously assaulted or battered him, the man answered yes. Marson, whose occupation is listed as salesperson in court and jail records, was arrested for domestic battery, which is a misdemeanor. She was released from the county jail on her own recognizance and is scheduled for arraignment on May 3rd. Even though the father was the victim, I hope he learned a valuable lesson. Don't go opening mail that's not addressed to you. I don't think he wanted to find a strap-on dildo, so that was an unpleasant shock for him. Also, I think that means that your daughter's a lesbian, right? Maybe that's why she was really upset. I mean, I guess she could have a boyfriend that she's pegging, but come on, it's probably a lesbian thing. She was probably embarrassed about the strap-on. I mean, come on, your dad finding your sex toys. I think it was a justified pummeling. Uh, The other Florida story we have for you. Florida. I'm a fucked up city. This one comes from Tampa. A St. Petersburg woman was arrested for domestic battery. I wonder if this has to do with a strap-on, too. I know DeSantis signed that don't-say-gay bill into law, 
but uh, Florida is a very queer state, it seems. All right. A St. Petersburg woman was arrested for domestic battery after she allegedly scratched her girlfriend in the face. See, lesbian! I knew it. Yes, uh, the woman was arrested for domestic battery after she allegedly scratched her girlfriend in the face with a cat. She's using her pussy as a weapon? Don't all women do that? Police said things escalated after Susan Freudenthal, 53, and her girlfriend got into an argument at a home in Largo. According to the report, uh, Freudenthal took their cat, held it up to her girlfriend's face, and swore on the animal's life that she was not cheating. Okay, so she wasn't trying to use the animal to hurt her, but the cat was in distress and was started to freak out. You know how cats are. And he's like, wah, 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 and started scratching her girlfriend. The woman had multiple lacerations on her face. Police went to the home and arrested Freudenthal for domestic battery. Oh, come on. It was a mistake. Upon taking the defendant into custody, she said that she was the true victim here. <laughs> the defendant was polite and compliant. Freudenthal was released on her own recognizance. Online jail records show it was her second arrest for domestic battery since March 2021. Blame the pandemic. Made us all crazy. Well, there you go. That's lesbian Florida news for your Monday. Moving on now. Oh, shit. We actually have another Florida story here. This one does not um, involve lesbians, though. So it's, you know, it's good that I didn't include it in our Florida lesbian roundup. Sorry, freaks. I honestly didn't know. I mean, um, it says it, it's from Bellevue, and I didn't realize it was Bellevue, Florida. But yeah, I guess it's uh, near Ocala, Florida. So, all right, it, it's Florida, our most fucked up state. Say it with me again. Shout out to Timmy Booth of thestartofview.com from Florida, our most fucked up state. Shout out to Timmy Booth, nigga. Thank you for that. Uh, yes, police say the 16-year-old boy who was shot and killed earlier this week at a mobile home park had engaged in a testing exercise that went horribly wrong. Someone failed that test. Uh, he and a friend fired gunshots at each other. Well, what the fuck did they expect to happen? That's not an exercise. That's a murder-suicide pact. Hey, who wants to test these guns out? Basically, we both take a gun and then point it at each other and pull the trigger. We could just shoot at other things, like animals or tires or something. No, 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 no. The only way we're going to know if these guns really work is if we, if we shoot at each other. Okay. All right. Uh, he and a friend fired gunshots at each other to determine whether a bulletproof vest worked. These sound like Florida children. When Christopher Broad was wearing the vest, one of the shots missed the protective cover. Bellevue police officers arrested the accused trigger man Thursday. He's charged with aggravated manslaughter of a child with a firearm. A second defendant is charged with making a false report. Both of the, uh, both of the defendants are aged 17, but because they're juveniles, the news is withholding their names. Bellevue Police Sergeant Michael Miley, a detective, said in his report that officers were called to uh, 10468 Southeast 52nd Court shortly after 7 p.m. on April 3rd. An officer entered the residence and saw Broad on the floor with a gunshot wound to the chest. The accused shooter was performing CPR. He later died at the HCA Florida Ocala Hospital. Initially, police were unable to get any information because the alleged shooter was distraught. 
According to the police, the boy accused of making a false report initially told a 911 operator that an unknown person had shot at the resident and hit Broad in the chest. He told 911 that he did not know how many people were involved and that the bullets came through the residence. Miley later interviewed the teen. He was treated as a witness. The boy said they were hanging out and two other friends came by. The teen said Broad put on a bulletproof vest and asked to be shot. Yeah, it was all his idea. The boy said that they fired at the vest in the past. Like they just found this bulletproof vest around and they're all just taking turns wearing it and shooting at it. I'm pretty sure once you use a bulletproof vest, it's it's like it's used up. You're not supposed to keep wearing it. Anyway, because these are kids and they're idiots, they filmed their crimes. Yes, there there were Snapchat videos. The kid who was filming it got freaked out because, you know, he filmed a murder, basically. So he deleted the video, but then I guess he was able to uh, undelete it. Detective Miley got a search warrant for the incident location. He found two 9mm handguns. The next day, Miley went to the Marion County Sheriff's Office to download the deleted video. On Wednesday, according to the report, he was able to view the video, which showed Broad wearing the bulletproof vest. The teen charged with the shooting fired one shot. There was a pause, and then the shooter fired four more shots. (laughs) Just to finish the job, I guess. One of the bullets struck the victim in an area not covered by the vest. That was a mistake. The vest, by the way, belonged to the father of the accused shooter. Prosecutors decided to charge both defendants as adults. Miley obtained warrants and made the arrest on Thursday. Both defendants were booked into the Marion County Jail. Records show the accused shooter was later released, posting a $30,000 bond. Bail for the second boy was set at $1,000. He also posted bond and was released. There's a couple ways to look at this. you, You could say don't give your children guns to play with. But I don't think that's the right way to look at this. I think the real problem here is the bulletproof vest. If there wasn't a bulletproof vest lying around, kids wouldn't think they were, you know, invincible. Just put the bulletproof vest on and I'll shoot you. We should ban those things, right? Who's with me? Causes a lot of senseless deaths, that's for sure. Tim Henson for Congress. That's going to be my first piece of legislation. All right. Uh, final story we have for you today. A University of Georgia football player faces misdemeanor charges after being accused of participating in a viral and dangerous social media challenge. According to the university police report, uh, video footage helped police connect Georgia Bulldogs player Warren Brinson to an attack on three students. The students were reported saying that they were shot with what they thought was a BB gun. When actually, it was all part of the Orbeez Challenge. I think we've talked about this on the show, right? It's a TikTok trend that police have been warning communities about. It encourages people to shoot strangers with small gel-like beads that expand when placed in water. Orbeez creates the beads and the gun separately, but they're not meant to hurt. What the fuck are the guns meant to do then? Tickle? Kids have been putting the beads into replica guns. Brinson was charged on two counts of misdemeanor simple battery and three counts of reckless conduct. In a message to UGA Sports, Brinson said that he was in uh, his vehicle when he pulled up to a group of people that he thought he knew. Brinson said he was mistaken and charges were filed by the individuals who were hit by the gel beads. Thank God these people weren't wearing bulletproof vests. They could have been killed. What? That's not how that works? Oh, fuck you. Don't bring your logic and facts into this. I want those fucking things banned, goddammit. 
On Thursday night, he turned himself in to the Athens-Clark County Jail. Brinson was later released on bonds totaling $3,000. In March, a boy was injured in Peachtree City. Well, doesn't that just sound like a lovely place, Peachtree City, Georgia? After a group of teens participating in the Orbeez TikTok challenge targeted him. In photos released by police, the boy had a bloodied nose and bruises near his chest. You may have actually read that story uh, on the program. It sounds familiar. All right, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Monday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Well, there are so many ways to contact the show. Show at Distorted View. I'm all over social media at Distorted View on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash Distorted View Show. And um, somewhere on YouTube, just go to DistortedView.com and click on the YouTube link for now. Uh, Checking in real quick. Uh, We are already a third of the way to our first goal of 100 subscribers. So uh, it looks like nocturnal transmission might happen this week after all. Uh, Make sure to subscribe and uh, hit that bell. Turn on notifications. It's super important, apparently. And you can watch uh, the first video we've posted on the YouTube channel. Get in on the ground floor. Be a real pioneer. A charter member of uh, the new YouTube channel. Okay, thank you. All right, uh, let's do a couple voicemails here. Hey, hey, Timmy Boo. Hello, freaks. I'm going to call and thank you for uh, showing me that new type of porn, like uh, the Goonets. Oh, yeah, Goonets. I mean, I had my ex-girlfriend, she had a cell phone specifically for porn, and I thought that was pretty awesome. I was like a burner phone, but for porn. uh, Smart idea. Now I went searching. Although, if I was with someone who had a burner phone for porn, I would be very suspicious that they're actually using that phone for, like, other things, like hooking up and stuff. Searching around for goonets, and I came across some good stuff. Oh, Uh, yeah? I actually just uh, beat my meat and uh, drained my balls. Well, listen, if you run across any good goonet um, audio, send it along to me. And I'm ready for bed. Love to hear these broads gooning out. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's good to come across new stuff to jack off to. Yeah, if you missed the program, I'm not sure if it was Friday's episode or if it was a Sideshow exclusive uh, show, but uh, Goonets, we learned, is it's a real thing, a real movement. <laughs> uh, they're the female version of male gooner baiters, and there's a whole community of these ladies. It was uh, a, a, a fascinating uh, um, little tutorial or introduction to the gooners, goonettes. Didn't expect it. <laughs> this is probably the first time I uh, jacked off to anything that you featured. Well, oh. you didn't really feature it. You just told me about it. I didn't know. Well, we featured a, a few clips. Of they were goonettes. gooners. Uh, that's pretty. That's pretty hot. Sure. The start of you is so fucking educational. I don't know how we got this bad reputation of being a vulgar podcast, a dirty podcast, when, you know, in reality, it's it's infotainment. Hey, Tim Haley's comment calling up about your recent discussion of Mead Skeleton's conviction that a yeast infection is causing his weight and other health issues. Yeah, we also discussed Mead Skeleton, I think, on a Sideshow exclusive episode. In a recent post, he says he, er, he I, I don't know what condition he thinks he has. 
he has some sort of bacterial yeast infection, and he thinks that's making him gain weight. Uh, that's actually part of some of the woo-woo alt-med nonsense. I used to be part of the skeptics movement ages back, so I did a lot of research on this back then. Mead spouting utter bullshit? No. Uh, basically, chronic yeast infections are blamed for... Mead has chronic... <laughs> Mead... <laughs> Mead says he <laughs> basically has a chronic yeast infection. That I could believe, actually. I want to believe that to be true. Almost everything. There's, there's even groups that claim there's no such thing as cancer. That's just yeast infections that aren't being treated properly. <laughs> So, I've got a terminal yeast infection. And it's probably falling. That big, inoperable tumor that's pressing up against my brain. It's just rising yeast. Corners of the alt-med. Bread is going to kill me, basically. Wackaloons. And Woo-hoo. that's not surprising because <laughs> those alt-med wackaloons are making serious inroads among American conservatives thanks to the anti-vax you know, wedge. Yeah, it's crazy out there, man. So Mead says he's got some sort of like, uh, what was it, intestinal or colon yeast problem? He might have colon cancer. Oh my God, Mead, you need to get that checked out. Although I don't know the reason why he thinks he has a yeasty colon. A yeasty colon. I don't know if it's just because he's, you know, he, it's, he's fat and he thinks like that must be the explanation. Or if he's having some real colon issues. But yeah, don't, um, don't mess around with that if you think it's... Uh, a colon yeast infection or whatever. Get that checked out, Need. Hey, Tim. It's Jersey Devil here. Uh, bear with me. I'm a little high. But I was just listening to your uh, last show. And I just noticed that you're about three months behind on the Freeside voicemails. And I don't know if we've discussed this yet, but things are going to get real dark when people start bitching about level 80 cat lady for three months. Well, Love Lady Cat Lady passed away. No, 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 no. Love Lady Cat Lady passed away in February, right? And we're getting close to February. So I don't think I don't think there, I don't think people are gonna be bitching. It's gonna get sad because I'm guessing there's gonna be some voicemails about Love Lady Cat Lady, but it won't it won't get as dark as you think it's gonna get. Like, are you what are we gonna do about that? Are we, well, are we gonna just make fun of people that are, are, are talking shit about a dead person? Yes, of course. It's the distorted view way. We'll make fun of everything. I'm going to cancel some of you motherfuckers. I'm going to pretend like these calls are new and you're just a big fat dick. How dare you speak ill of the dead? Especially love lady cat lady. Good God. Guys, come on. All right. uh, That is all the time we have on this edition of the show. Want you guys to email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you at 206 666 4463. That's 206 666. Oh, God. Is it? Oh, God. Mr. Peanut is a reference to a clitoris. Spread the distortion STD to all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five star rating, a like, or you know what? Don't even bother. Today, your main mission is to subscribe to our new YouTube channel. Come on, freaks. Make me proud. All right. uh, I will see you back tomorrow if and only if you're Sideshow members. Otherwise, I'll be back on Wednesday. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody.
Nanner Pussy. You can call me Nanner Pussy. Nanner Pussy. And guess what? I love Nanner Pussy. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.